Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you use, possibly not Stitcher anymore. Oh, is that gone? Uh, pour one out. Allegedly. With, with Show Buzz Daily. With they both, both had enough. Uh, Fuck. Two birds, one. And uh, yeah, damn. And but Roderick Strong, apparently. Oh, oh, man. He'll just show up in NXT again. <laughs> he should. <laughs> the way he, he left them, he'll just come back. What uh, up, big brute? Just still in the, in the collar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, he had the stretcher job. Yeah, exactly. Who fucked up Roderick Strong more, Damon Kemp or Samoa Joe? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk a l- little bit about that, but welcome to Poison Rana. We are live right now. We are. On YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana Pod. Go give us a follow, a sub. Uh, YouTube has kind of changed some of their rules and restrictions and things like that, meaning we're just a little bit closer to getting our own super chats maybe one day and what do we need i don't know we're gonna be rich but but guys a like and a, a view goes a long way so hit that youtube subscribe you know, and all that right i i'm all about uh competition we had some competitions this time last week at the forbidden poor right um we're 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 teaming up with the grapple lads that's right um let's see who can get the first super chat poison runner or grapple youtube I mean, but with a technicality, we we do get super chats on up next. But on this on this feed. On this feed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, well, then we'll have to kick it into gear. Yeah. To see uh, at live at all in it. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm super excited for that one and and watching Money in the Bank that we're gonna dive into definitely get me hyped for for jumping over the for pond over there. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Gonna be a lot of fun. But yes, welcome to Poison Rana. Um, you may notice our voices kind of sound a little bit better. It's getting there, yeah. Almost at 100%. I, I didn't, I was working last night and everyone's like, David, you're going to sing karaoke tonight? I went, absolutely not. not yeah. this. And they were like, why? I'm like, more vocal rest, guys. Yeah. It's, it's been a week. Now I know why, like when artists are like, oh, I can't sing tonight. Sorry, guys, because my, my voice. I saw an interview with uh, Brian Cranston once who was like, he would lit, like when he does theater, he'd go on vocal rest for a whole day. He'd go into cafes and restaurants and have like a little pad that he'd write on and just be like, I, I'm literally not talking at all. I mean, that's a little dramatic. You can, oh, I mean, he's a good actor. I mean, yeah, that's, you got to protect that's what the he voice. Is. He is dramatic. Yeah, you got to, yeah, you got to protect the voice, I guess. Yeah, we went to like six <laughs> wrestling shows, or it felt like. Uh, this past week, uh, check out our, our our show from last Monday where we talked all about Forbidden Door and Forbidden Poor and our voices, as you could hear, were just absolutely shot. Then uh, I we still I went out to karaoke because some friends were still here. Shout out Daniel mm-hmm. and Jonah. Then I went to a concert the next night because I bought these tickets like months and months ago. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a mess. So I did that. And then. We went to Dynamite on Hamilton, which we'll definitely get into. Oh, yeah. Then we went to Demand Lucha on Thursday, which was also a riot. Uh, another great show, yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Gringo Loco didn't make it. Didn't make he it. was on the ROH taping. That's right. Um, so it, that four-way became a three-way with Speedball, Jack Cartwheel, and Vikingo. Another awesome match. Oh, man. Uh, great show. Insane. Um, shout out Los Medico Uno, who had a bit of a... A scary injury during his match, and yeah. like he did, he did walk out after, which was like good. But that was a pretty scary moment on that show as well. Wishing him all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Wishing everyone, and and it was the crowd definitely were supportive and everything. But it was definitely pretty scary. But overall, Demand Lucha again uh, nailing it out the park. But now we need Demand Lucha. We need uh, Gringo Loco to 
to basically come out and cut a heel promo about being like, yeah, I, I went, yeah, I'm too big for you and, and Canada. And uh, so Jake Cartwheel fought Vikingo and Speedball. And this match was crazy. They'll definitely have it up on their, their streaming, but follow Demand Lucha. Uh, we go to these shows and there's so much fun here in Toronto. And that match just was mind blowing at best. And uh, I couldn't even imagine if they ever run it back with Gringo added would be even crazier. But, um, I mean, Cartwheel won, so he's probably going to be coming back eventually. He's got to be number one contender now. There, there is another. They didn't strip him. It's not. It's yeah. not New Japan rules where if you can't Fair, make yeah. him strip, he's still he's still our champ. Yeah, still our base god. Yeah, true. Uh, well, they're doing another show later in July, but that uh, we'll be definitely going to. It's on a Sunday though at Lee, the famous Lee's Palace in Toronto. So awesome. uh, you'll definitely be finding our us there. Good. Yeah, so uh, look for that. Maybe we'll try to get some some more interviews and stuff as well. But that's uh, some Toronto local stuff there. But yeah, we were super local by going to not only Forbidden Door and Collision in Toronto, but then we went to Hamilton for Dynamite, and and that my was new crazy. favorite place, your new favorite city in the world. Hamilton was great. You I hear all Hamilton. the bad stuff about Hamilton. I, I had such a nice day. Uh, we went to uh, Collective Arts Brewery, uh, which is is one of my favorite like craft beers yeah we're we're from toronto and in craft and this like beers like that are really popular but um this company is popular not only in toronto but i've noticed it in like brooklyn new york and apparently it's like over in the in I just, europe i places. love their like whole model like they they do like really interesting they have like their staples like, yeah jam up the mash and their ipas and stuff but then every season they're like trying all these new wacky things they're normally pretty good and the artwork on this these cans are beautiful should we just hit them up and be like look we're, I, yeah we're promoing you for free why not so why got... not they're fantastic and then like we we love this beer right like we buy them they opened up a brewery in toronto we go there they have a, a can shop bottle shop and we we buy their stuff all the time they're pretty good but they're actually based and they brew in hamilton mm. which is about a, an hour away of toronto oh, so. so we we decided hey why why not visit this kind of actual brewery because we both never have been and uh, we we show up. They got like this huge facility. You can kind of see like the barrels and the giant like I don't even know what you call those the vats yeah. of things. And uh, they had like a beer garden. Where we could sit outside and get fresh beer on tap and some crazy cans and all this stuff. And then they had this food guy, oh my which God. then we were like, oh, should we get some food? And our friend Scorpio Sam, who drove us, shout out Sam. He was like looking at the menu and he's like a jerk sandwich okay that's not-. and then he looked over and he saw the guy who was like behind the drum giant barbecue like, he's like guys dude. he's <laughs> like guys we're getting the, the so we all got this and heartbreak chef right heartbreak chef Resting time there yeah oh my god i've been thinking about this sandwich ever since. we need to recreate i this. tried to make it the other day i i failed like it was fine what i made okay it, it like, wasn't the same yeah like a, a, a piece of like it just awesome spiced jerk chicken that was like barbecued grilled and then is it like deep fried and then grilled i don't know I man it was, it was awesome. crispy but barbecued like oh my the god the trick here is he put like pineapple on it mm. which i've never had on a we love on our burgers and pizza and stuff because we're those kinds of people yeah don't add us but now jerk sandwich with pineapple on it you know what oh. i was impressed with as well just the the heat like, if you've been following us a long time, you know we kind of uh, are critical. We'll go for some yeah. Indian food or whatever, and they'll ask, how do you like it? And we're like, we like it spicy, make it hot. And we're always like, ah, they're scared we're going to sue them, aren't they? 
This guy, like, it it had real, like, Brought the heat. heat to it. It was so tasty. Yeah, so drink. Oh, I can't eat. stop thinking about it. Yeah, I need to, I, I might try to make it uh, on our Tuesday. I might check the, the Toronto one. Yeah, we're going to have, oh, yeah, they're in Toronto, too. Yeah, mm. we're going to have to try to hit that up. There's just genuine, like, we just genuinely had a great day. It was beautiful out. We sat on this, like, garden with this crazy graffiti artwork in front of this brewery and then drank these beers. We then went to Fawside? Yeah, we, we wandered around. Shout out anyone in Hamilton who said a hello to the Poison Ronda lads. We had quite a we few quite people. quite a few, yeah. I'm blanking on your name. I could probably find it, but someone came up to us and hugged hugged us and then like five minutes later i got a message and he was like i'm so so embarrassed i hugged you guys i was like don't you dare say we're, we're huggers here yeah. <laughs> we are damn damn huggers in our family so uh always a hug appreciated but always love the the shout outs uh we, there we found this uh yeah this bar called Farside, which was recommended to us by a girl who was working at the bottle shop at collective arts who just coincidentally knows your girlfriend yeah yeah um so she recommended this bar which used to be owned by the owners of Handlebar, where we go for karaoke, and our DJ we use for Forbidden Poor. Yeah. DJ Spot, yeah, yeah. Um, Small world. As well as the bar I used to work at. So we're like, oh, we gotta, we got to check it out. And they had WrestleMania 4 on VHS being projected on the wall while we were there. And not only did they have that, they had... Fanette Branca as their rail. <laughs> I've never seen you more. You, you, you sat beside me for Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega 2, and you jumped out of your seat. But the second we're at a bar and they're like, yeah, uh, rail's on sale. And, oh, yeah, Fanette Branca's on rail. You were like, what? Oh, my God. This guy, like, behind the bar, super nice guy. We were like, hey, would you like a shot? He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. And then before we left, I was like, oh, I wonder if they have Fanette. He's like, do you have Fanette? He's like, yeah, it's on rail. Pulls it out. I can tell you're a barman. Fuck it, I'm having a shot with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Davey's been on a kick of uh, Fernet Branca thanks to Michael Caine in The Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Uh, Davey just makes everyone watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we, we watch Hans. We, uh, we went to the show. We were second row. We'll, we'll get into Dynamite and Collision in just a bit. And then went to the, the pub after. We didn't stay for Rampage if you were post-wrestling listener yeah and you heard the the discourse will brayden and davy stay for rampage <laughs> where he was like i think claudio versus commander is a will be a draw enough Th- this the hour before that was not a draw for us so we went and got food had a good uh beer cheese dip which is pretty nice <laughs> yeah we were just getting <laughs> fancy and i love hamilton ignore all the ignore everything ignore like, all the crackheads on the street <laughs> World champ. <laughs> yeah, the fine city of Hamilton. Uh, it has stepped up in the past few years. And uh, c- having cool places like that, that people you know, are becoming fans of breweries and restaurants and stuff like that. It, it is cool to see kind of outside of this, this shadow of Toronto uh, that kind of we cast over other. A lot of other towns don't like us, but because we're the only real big city. Well, it's like being from London yeah. as well. I'm, yeah, I imagine it's the same thing. If, you, if you're in the UK, the rest of Europe hate you. Yeah. If you're in England, the rest of the UK hate you. Yeah. And if you're in, uh, like, England... Sorry, if you're in London, right. the rest of England hate they you. They hate us if because they, they, the they hate us. They hate us because they hate us. That's not what they say. Uh, but I had a great time in Hamilton. And um, they also had a smoking area. I'm just looking at our picture of CHCH over... QTV, 
uh, in the smoking area at the first Ontario Centre. You know what? Uh, so uh, we missed the whole of Jungle Boy. Unfortunately, your girlfriend is just destined to never, never see, see Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy live. Yeah, she, she's come to a few shows and is always like, "Oh, I want to see Jungle Boy." And then every show she comes to, he's never on. And every show that she doesn't come to, he has a match on. And it just so happened that. She was finally coming to the show where he's going to cut his heel promo. And that was, we just accidentally went to go smoke during that. So yeah. she, but she was like, uh, you know, I don't want to see him be a bad guy. And then she, we caught the tail end of it. And she was like, Oh, he's a bad guy now. Okay. Maybe. So he still has one fan out there being my girlfriend of Jungle Boy. But, uh, I, I, I enjoyed our time in Hamilton and more venues need a smoking. You, you should be able to go in and out. Like people do it inside. I saw a guy light a joint inside the venue so like i didn't but like why not give people that opportunity i i totally get it in bigger cities maybe it's harder to but it does let people like i don't know get more it's just like why cut off the bar early right yeah do that at venues too Uh, i mean it depends on like events i know there are certain events they don't want people to get too rowdy like boxing crowds in particular and i know definitely in the uk there's issues where venues think wrestling crowds are the same as boxing crowds. So they kind of treat them the same with, you know, security and the bar and stuff like that. But we all know we're just a bunch of fucking nerds who just want to sing. <laughs> yeah. We just want to sing. Yeah, exactly. And have fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, and chop each other maybe. But <laughs> I'm glad it didn't, we didn't get into the chopping this time around. A few more finettes. And- a few next time. Yeah. Cause like it was crazy having, we, you got to hear our whole forbidden door show, but like, Having so many of our our friends and our supporters and our real close ones, like our bloodline, get all together here and our friends from Toronto hanging out with people visiting from all over. It's just it was so, so much emotions going through us and so cool to see. It was like our uh, Avengers Unite kind of thing. But but like uh, the chops didn't come out and I was happy because like there's some people get in. We get into the chops and, you know, the whole thing with uh CM Punk not like getting chopped in the face, you know, that would definitely come into play where people would just start chopping each other in the mouth and I wouldn't be down with that. <laughs> so I'm happy you didn't get to that level, but yeah. Uh, well, uh, we have a, a, a lot of talk, stuff to talk about because Money in the Bank was uh, yesterday on Saturday. The one Saturday that I offered to uh, work because it was Live Golf at work on CHCH. Ah. So uh, I, I didn't I didn't have it off that I didn't get to hang out because it's pretty cool with these pay-per-views in the afternoon, right? I love right? an afternoon show. Yeah. It's fantastic. So I just waited to I, – I did not uh, avoid certain spoilers, but uh, which didn't really matter to me. But then uh, I just watched it today, so I did catch up to I was pretty lucky. I got to watch – all except the main event uh, before work. And then work was so busy that I didn't get spoiled. So I, right. I did finish it in the, this morning. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in just a sec. Uh, but a uh, couple of plugs. Yeah, abso- move on. absolutely. Hey, if you're listening to us on this feed, thank you very much. Hit that subscribe if you haven't already, because you we have lots of other shows on this feed, like Shot in the Dark with John Cena, where he covers everything else in the world of wrestling that you may or may not know about or miss. He cherry picks and lets you know what goes on. But Cena also has another show that just returned this week. In fact, it's up on this feed now with B Detroit. What up, doe? where they are talking all about their whole time visiting Toronto with us and hanging out the Forbidden Door show, Collision, Forbidden Door, the BSK house. Oh, yeah. It's a BSK house party edition of What Up Doe. And I know they jump on a whole other variety of topics like the AEW video game. Yeah, I was really hoping to get a hold of that before we do this show. Right. I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about it. However, I've lost the cable for my PlayStation. 
Oh no! So and also my K- my PlayStation is set to UK, which means I'd have to pay like twenty dollars oh. more to get it. So I need to get a physical copy, but they're like few and far between. So I don't know when I'm going to play this thing. Oh my god! I mean, I could get it on Switch. Should I just do that? It's not going to be the same. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking I'm just gonna bite the bullet and buy it on Switch. I I will get it on PlayStation eventually, but right? Because like, like a few people were like, "You're crazy! Don't do that! Just get it for PlayStation." Let's get on everything. But I'm like, yeah, but it's cool. You could play it like you know, on a I, plane. And stuff. I've heard it's quite fun to play, and I I actually think for the kind of gamers we are, yeah. where we just like playing each other, yeah, we don't really do much of like story modes and single player kind of thing. I think it could be fun for us. Yeah, I think it would be yeah. We I I I we probably totally caught it. Could have got a media copy, but I just didn't. I f- just didn't apply for. It. I, mean, I think I feel bad late now. It's too late now. Like, I get a copy. Yeah, because I want to play it. No, it's been out. Yeah, right? it's like no. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably just I'll just buy it then. And we'll yeah. play it. Uh, so listen to what up though? Where B and uh, Cena will talk a bit about Those that. Those guys are always great. I love listening to B and Cena. Oh yeah, my new favorite podcast. I haven't listened yet, so I know that's my next uh, nice next walk-in pod that I have lined up and queued up there. So go check that out here on the free feed. But hey. You want to help support us so I can go buy AEW Fight, Fight Forever? Forever? Go to patreon.com slash poisonrana because for $5, it gets you a whole month's access to become a friend. And you can access all the other podcasts that we do behind that paywall, including our retro pay-per-view reviews, Was Next, and some movie reviews. We've done a whole ton of, of, of movies lately. It was Vengeance Month. But yeah, it was Vengeance. I mean, you had the Batman here on for free, but you want the real Vengeance. This week, we looked at Vengeance 2006, as voted by the Facebook group, uh, which was not uh, ever so slightly, uh, what? Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> we, re- recount the votes? No. <laughs> count the votes. Stop the count. Burnt ballots. <laughs> so we finally get to talk about Sabu versus John Cena. Oh, yeah. And RVD versus Edge. DX versus Spear Squad. Kane versus Kane Fake versus Kane. Kane. Too bad there was no blue cane in that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Make a triple threat. Wrestler. <laughs> yeah, blue When's cane. When's he going to be on demand? He's got to get over here quick. Yeah, yeah. Jordan's got to get on that. Yeah. Get the, get get blue cane to the man, Lucha. Uh, but yeah, we looked at Vengeance 2006. It's such a ridiculous show. Who remembers when Vince McMahon possibly murdered a kid <laughs> in a wheelchair? Listen to us talk about it oh, yeah. on this show. Uh, and if you like Sabu, we did a best match ever Sabu a few weeks ago covering that. Uh, and then this week, somehow, someway, we have an up yours as picked by family member chris leone because it's springtime because it's summer time he has picked a very summer spooky movie mid summer yeah so we're gonna talk all about that so for you horror fans i think there's a lot to talk about with this film uh i've only seen it once when it came out uh i'm really interested to revisit this one it's florence pugh florence pugh who's incredible uh yeah really excited for this and if you know, we, we've had Chris Leone on quite a few times. He uh, often, uh, we've talked about like Twilight Zone and stuff like yeah. that. So he knows his horror. So yeah, re- really excited. And it makes sense because it's midsummer now. It's midsummer and we're going to be reviewing midsummer. So we'll put the feedback thread up coming up soon. So we'd love any feedback in. I know a lot of you guys are uh, fans of that one out there. But uh, yeah, midsummer coming out this week. But lots of other shows. It's only five bucks to become a friend. You get access to everything we've ever done. All those movie reviews in the can there. Go check us out. And it's only five bucks. Because how can I afford to buy Fight Forever when all I do is spend my time podcasting? Yeah, I'm never going to play it. Also, the exchange rate sucks, and we're going to the UK in about like six weeks, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll start a, a GoFundMe for yeah. our our, tra- our travels because uh, uh, yeah, we're going to be in the UK for All In, which looks 
uh, still absolutely crazy. Some people were saying that this was the first WWE show that advertised AEW in the break on certain channels right. for all in. Mm. So very smart of AEW to get in there, especially the papers and stuff. I've seen they're doing the push in the UK as well, right. like full page spreads in yeah. newspapers yeah. and things like that. So they're really starting to push it. I imagine you'll start seeing a lot uh, in the UK on like, you know, breakfast television and all that kind of thing to really sell these last few tickets for this event. But definitely money in the bank wet my whistle for this huge stadium show in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. Just in a, in, in, in a month or so, two months or so, we'll be having carveries and oh, I'm yeah. learning I'm going to be calling. Everyone walks around calling people wankers, right? That's right. what I learned from watching Money in the Wrestling Bank. Wrestling fans, apparently. Yeah, yeah everyone's a wanker. And sing. Yeah. That's yeah, what true. we do. Yeah, this is also true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, GoFundMe coming soon. But right now, go to patreon.com slash poisonrana. Well, shall we go into it? Yes. Money in the Bank. Last night, we're going to go through this show in order. Uh, we haven't spoken at all to each other about this yet. Um, so we started with the men's Money in the Bank match uh, with uh, Damian Priest going over. We had Logan Paul. We had Ricochet. We had Butch. We had LA Knight. Um, who else was in here? I, I've, I've closed the page. Of- <clears throat> oh, uh well, I had it open and then I lost it as well. Yeah, Sorry. Me too. <laughs> uh, uh, Damien Priest, Butch, LA Knight, Logan Paul, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Uh, Damien Priest going over in 20 minutes, 27 seconds. LA Knight, the huge baby face pop from this crowd. This guy is getting so over at This the guy moment. is getting crazy over. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned, I think, once or twice, like my brothers are in and out wrestling fans and they keep going, what, what's going on with this LA Knight guy? Who's this guy? He's, he's awesome. He's great. And I'm like, that is nuts. Casuals love this guy and the hardcores are instantly latching back onto this guy. Like this guy's been around for so long, not in WWE, but finally like getting a reaction. And you know what? It's because everyone's like, man, this guy reminds me of The Rock, Stone Cold. Mm. He, the way this guy talks and walks and... He believes he's the man, and that's how you become the man when you when you act like this and think like this. Like I see this guy being champion, and they put him in a great. I mean, specifically the finish where he clears house and the crowd going mental, and he goes there and no, not him. And of course, the the wrestling fans online now a day removed are like, oh, of course the I'm right giving yeah, up on WWE. The, yeah the right guy. No, like this, he's he's just getting over right now, so we gotta. Build him up. Why would you just? He'll yeah, now be a baby face. Yeah, much. exactly. And I think the briefcase always makes more sense on a heel, for um, sure. But yeah, it's it's interesting because my like lapsed fans, friends, like Attitude Era guys, they'll always go on like YouTube rabbit holes and things. It's never watching matches. It's watching promos, right? Like one of my friends, the uh, Dean, who does our up next theme. He's like every Rumble season, he watches The Rock's promo from the 2000 Royal Rumble. And like, that's what got people over back in the day. And it's completely what's happening with LA Knight. And I don't, I wouldn't say he's a knockoff because he's so natural at it. And yeah, he's obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've listened to him in interviews say, yeah, I, I studied that shit. Like I knew where I am. I'm not going to be doing 450s and keeping up that way, but I can wrestle, but I can really talk and I can talk myself into a room. And yeah. Look how over this guy is right now. It's just so ridiculous. You know what? But so, like, so are a lot of the characters that were in this match. Like, Ricochet, I guess, coming in, not really having much heat, but really delivering in a lot of the big spots. Definitely saving what could have been, A, a very scary spot, which he maybe made a bit scarier. But, like, they were clearly going for something else that got flubbed up. That was clearly botched up. And and right away, you see, he says something to Logan Paul, who listens to him and then gets Spanish... Spanish fly 
off like the top of those ropes through the outside to that table. Very scary. Like head first through the table. Yeah, and I mean, and and Logan Paul looks pretty beat up. He's posting some photos, but like again, on the fly stuff. There, they, that spot could have just been completely ruined, and he went, "No, let's go for it." So you, you were fortunate. That there's no like real yeah. serious injury from something like that. But wow, you got to give Logan Paul so much credit. Though. Yeah, this absolutely. Is what, this guy's fifth match off the top of my head. Like wow, something true. like that. That is crazy that he's doing a ladder match to this level, doing spots like this. Um, like got to be, I mean, Bad Bunny, Damien Priest was fantastic, but this has got to be the best celebrity wrestler there's ever been. Like, like all of these so guys are, are guy. great. Like he all looked, the way they're being trained. If you trained. didn't know who anyone was and yeah. you're watching this match, I don't think you'd go, who's that guy? He, no, he no. stands out as not meant to be there. No, he didn't at all. No, he looked, he looked fine. And like Butch... Butch got an ovation wearing his like his gear and stuff like that, but I'd say LA Knight got a bigger reaction. Oh, he did. And Shinsuke uh, Nakamura coming hot off his Lil Uzi track that they referenced mm-hmm. also, where for some reason uh, Lil Uzi, this rapper, oh, he was at WrestleMania actually. He brought out the Usos. He sampled Nakamura's song in a track that's like kind of blowing up now. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we. St- don't see him play Nakamura out like at a next Amazing. pretty big show in the future. I'm surprised Detroit. he didn't. SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's possible. That would make a lot of sense. That's the next big, yeah, that's the next big show. It's going to be a pretty big one because uh, we're going to be there. But yeah, this ladder match was pretty fun. I, I wouldn't say um, it got to like the levels. I, I feel like for the last like five to 10 years, these ladder matches are so like maybe not memorable, but maybe a spot where you, I'll always remember Ricochet and Logan Paul almost. Like almost dying. dying, but landing it. But so it was a bit above like some yeah, of the past ones. I mean, I think we just see so many of them across all these yeah. all these companies and all these big stunts. You do tend to forget about pretty quickly nowadays. Yeah. And I think everyone goes back to those first TLC matches because it was the first time we saw a lot of these things happen. Uh, but great crowd for this. Uh, I really like the choice of Damien Priest. Actually, I think Judgment Day has a hell of a lot of steam. I think. Damien Priest kind of um, earned a lot of respect from the Bad Bunny feud. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes sense. They've, they've been playing up the tension between him and Finn. I think he's someone who can carry this briefcase around for a while. And I, I think he'll, yeah, deserve the championship when it comes to it. So I did like the choice. As much as the pop for LA Knight winning would have been great or... I think the idea of Logan Paul having it and having it on his podcast set yeah, and, yeah. you know, being like not on TV for a while, but then coming in as a surprise with that would have made sense. But I really like the direction of Damien Priest. Judgment Day are hot. Why not go with it? Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate Damien Priest winning it because I am a huge fan. And if you weren't a fan from before the Bad Bunny stuff, then like you definitely are after that. And I, I see him being a kind of key player. This guy is also like the guy who who's on every house show and like at every live event and having that as a kind of a thing to have is extra to that to get crowd reactions oh, where you can't have Logan Paul show up all the time because he ain't cheap to show up all the time at random places and pay-per-views and shows if he's not booked. Yeah. So it does make sense to have someone who is there all the time. And I mean, they do... They do the thing sometimes where they flop it around. I'm not saying that could happen, but like... There is that. Yeah, I mean, there's well. totally the story of uh, Priest kind of costing Balor the match. So Balor challenging him for the briefcase. Sure. You know, you, that's certainly something you could do. Because there, te- there is, <clears throat> excuse me, there is some teasing between like Priest and the Judgment Day. Uh, maybe it's because Bailey's taking his spot. 
Oh yeah, is that what's happening? Did you notice that in the women's battle, uh, women's money in the bank? Uh, for some reason, the announcer says representing Judgment Day, Bailey. <laughs> you and I went, what? Huh? I, I'm over, I'm out having a smoke. I'm like, what? Did, wait, what did she just say? <laughs> so maybe we're maybe it's she's like she's WWE been tipped women's off. champion Batista wasn't that a thing once? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fun opener, hot crowd. Uh, we then went to probably the match at least interesting uh, was the women's tag match. Uh, Shayna and Ronda defending against Liv and Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, Liv and Raquel getting the titles again after Shayna turning on Ronda oh. out of nowhere. Um, in my opinion, hot shotting this feud before Ronda leaves. Yeah, I think Ronda is going to be gone real quick. Uh, and. I guess the, she wants the, the match with Shayna to end. It's it. probably a match both have wanted to do. It makes sense. There's built in history there, but it did feel completely. There yeah. was no tease of this happening. Also, way to all. go. Yeah, way to go on burying the new team that just came in and losing those titles, the witches. Yeah. When you could have done something with, you could have easily had them feud with Liv Morgan and Raquel, but instead you just completely like mucked that around. Yeah. For what reason? Just to have this happen yeah i wasn't a big fan of this ronda's been so so cold um clearly just didn't want to go to nxt to defend these things yeah um live and raquel yeah they, they really need to it's time to yeah start reheating up the witches start heating up uh Kaden and katana um they're on smackdown too uh they're on main roster they're on main roster okay, yeah, yeah i can't remember what uh what brand um move up a valentina and Ulyssa, you know like right. let's actually start having this division mean something because it it means nothing right now and i can't say i'm interested in a ronda shana feud particularly yeah fight pit i yeah sure and ronda's out ronda's gone because it's just not i think people are over it it's totally done shane is someone I, I think you can i feel it's maybe a bit too gone but like she should be a dominant heel in this division and they right. just I think it like Vince booking or whatever she just hasn't been anything on the main roster maybe Triple H can put a bit more behind her and if it's Shayna writing off Ronda Rousey that that would be good for her yeah um, I don't really have much more to say about this match do you? no okay let's no. move on I, I was making lunch during this match okay so. Uh, we then had Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> my my reaction to uh, was like the tag here is here's Shayna beats her up and I went huh well see you later I like Liv Morgan's uh, Jerry Halliwell inspired gear yeah I mean completely I wish she didn't do that because now I gotta rework on what I'm gonna wear to all in because <laughs> I was planning on getting the Jerry oh you, no you should uh, you should dress uh, like as a proper cockney with all uh, the what like a hat it's like all the buttons and stuff all over you. Wait, like a, like a, I'm thinking like a, a what top hat? Uh, I don't know. Cockney. But Liv, Liv, I was a fan of Liv Spice. I was a fan. I, I, she could be a, a Spice Girl if she wanted to be. Liv Spice. Yeah. I mean, she's more of a baby than a. She's a baby Spice. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, though. She's right, a lollipop. Yeah, this is, this is what you need to dress up like. What the hell yeah, is that? That's, that's a proper Cockney right there. It's a black and white. Uh, all right. It's not, it's, it's interesting. It's a choice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, pearly kings and queens, that's what you need to look up. Yeah, what am I going to wear it all in? I, that's, that's the new fun thing of going to so many wrestling shows last week. It was like, what how am ridiculous I, yeah, can I look at this show? What can I wear? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gunther, Matt Riddle for the IC title. Um, 
Michael Cole making a reference of their past. Uh, shout out the Electric Ballroom. Yeah. And shout out Progress, where they had uh, quite a few matches for the Atlas title. Um, first time I've ever seen a chop to the foot before, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk was watching somewhere like, oh, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> to the foot? Oh, my God. What a, he's, he's unsafe. Yeah, I I love that uh, finish where he just started slapping at his foot. It looks like this guy's getting like almost a mas- he's like my feet are hurting a massage and he's just wah, bah. <laughs> but I mean you're not wearing boots so, like it's your own fault. I mean Gunther always delivers here, and I yeah. actually like on commentary like even though this guy's a heel, Cole and Barrett were like fucking love Gunther. <laughs> yeah, matches. Cole like, loves Gunther. We can Gunther. just sit back and know we're getting a good match. Yeah. I don't think this was maybe the level of some of the Gunther matches we've seen. From what we've seen in the past between these two, yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, they went just 7 minutes 44, so it wasn't like an epic or anything. Um, but Gunther retaining uh, with a new submission. I love that he just wins like with so many different moves. The Splash, the Lariat, the Last Symphony, the, yeah. uh, the Sleeper, and now this, like, what was it, knee bar or ankle lock or something yeah. he had here. Um, but the big news is uh, Drew McIntyre returning to confront Gunther after and clearly made his choice that he's, he's staying home. Yeah, imagine people were thinking this guy was jumping ship, which I never I would never imagine. It. Yeah, I just thought he was taking some time off. Uh, is he the guy that was blurred out of a photo that everyone was passing around this weekend? On the way there, the, the wrestlers were posting photos like traveling and partying right, and stuff. Okay. There's a photo with like a bunch of certain, certain guys on the roster right now. And it was blurred out, and people were like, "Oh, this has to be Drew." So I, th- I would imagine it was him, just to avoid the the spoiler. Yeah, because he'd want to be incognito, but that guy's going to want to drink and lump yeah, with, yeah, with Seamus and the lads. Just there, he? yeah, he's hanging out. He'll dress in all Cockney and with the hat and hat and glasses on. No yeah. one would recognize him, right? This yeah. big, huge man. <laughs> uh, I love that he's back and kind of going face to face with Gunther. Is that the SummerSlam match? I hope so. I hope so too. Like the, that triple threat was awesome, and I think I think Drew's at his best when he's against big guys that he can throw around. Yeah, Drew's not afraid of getting hit. He's not afraid of hit, hitting people. Exactly. Uh, I I think that would be awesome. I think Gunther's reign should continue beyond that, but. Um, or it's a, or you could do kind of the double turn. I think, I think a Drew kind of heel direction would be really? a good thing, and maybe, maybe him going over Gunther with a heel run with this title. But yeah, I, I think that was a, a good moment. Obviously, kind of local, being Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that that feud. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I think this past like few years, I started to, to like him a bit more. He's like a safe kind of wrestler but lately depending on who he wrestles he has really good same chemistry. with Seamus like yeah, I think they've, exactly. they've been there a long time and you start to go okay I get it and kind of respect yeah. what you do now and Gunther brings the best out of people so absolutely that's, that's going to be awesome yeah I, I thought the riddle match was like alright yeah. could have gone a, a step further but uh, was happy with the with the angle uh, and then what did we have uh, well then we had Dominic being booed out of the whole uh, what is this O2 the O2 Arena. This is where this is Mission Impossible, right? This is they promoted Mission Impossible. Oh, are they using this... it there? Oh no! They, I mean, I know it. The world is not enough. The opening. Scene. Oh Pace right, 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 rolling right. down. The that's dome. what they're. That's what they're using in the opening yeah. credit in the commercials, right? Um, yeah, Dominic getting almost completely booed out of the place. Love, I love that. That's the thing in wrestling right now. Uh, someone had a sign that said uh, "Dia Rhea Ripley." <laughs> right, love it. Uh, but then Cody. 
getting the crowd just singing. You know, Downstate's just waiting for that call to come back and play him. I feel this was a crowd that most people know, like, adrenaline in my No, I think they did. The something, Cody. Something, th- Cody. They yeah, did they the did something, it. Yeah, something, yeah. But they kept seeing. They knew, like, every they word. They knew every word, song. as we all do. But they, they definitely did it that part. Yeah, they, yeah. they did it. Uh, as we will be doing at SummerSlam. 100%. So we'll keep the trend going. Uh, yes. I mean, look at that picture right there. Dominic just looking... Looking so, so, so scared. scared. Yeah, I love um, scared Dom. This was fun. I was kind of expecting a... I, I think when this immediately followed the Drew return, it kind of confirmed, all right, we're not going to get Brock coming here. There was rumors that this was going to close the show. Yeah, I did bit, not. Which I did, seemed really odd. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, I was kind of thinking we might see Brock and Dom getting like a, a cheap win that he could kind of go off on. But right. at the end of the day, it was just a pretty convincing win for, for Cody. Oh, yeah. Beating him. He, what, he hit the Alabama slam and then the he hit all his finishers in a row. Like yeah. all of those things. But uh I love that. I loved I, I didn't like the matches whatever, but it was kind of funny, like a comedic kind of thing. It's it, I mean, it's just elevated by this crowd, everything. Yeah. I love the uh the daddy cool chant for, for Cody Rhodes. Cody, Cody Rhodes. I loved Rhea's like face paint thing she does she always changes it up on her cheek and it wrote it said dommy mommy mm. <laughs> which got a pop out of me so uh i assume we're going to that brock cody match at summer summer what do you think the stip will be i mean i imagine it was some sort of dog collar strap match or something hell in a cell possibly what else could it possibly be two out of three sta- three stages of hell three stages of hell wow yeah Three stages of hell. Like the, the first one's the the strap match. The second one's a first one's a wrestling it's match. It's normally normal street fight and then cage Sell. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, or any of those things. I guess I, I'd really like a. I I feel like Cody is probably pushing for like some sort of dog collar ball rope match. Right. Yeah. I'd like that. It's whether you can convince Brock to do something like that. Um, but I definitely think we're getting some sort of stip. And either way, a, a sell or a dog collar, I'm kind of all for. Yeah, and no. they seem to be loosening up on the blood a little bit as well. I think this one needs to be a a bloody climax. Yeah, absolutely. It. And Cody finally Cody beating him again, and, and then finally can move on essentially. But yeah, that that would make a lot of sense, and probably would be the main event of SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, you think? Yeah, over, if it's those two over possibly Roman, Roman and Jay. Yeah, so. yeah, maybe. Yeah, I maybe. Be wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and Dom's a wanker. Dom is a wanker, but uh, apparently a lot of people uh, are wankers because every single person who comes, we're all wankers, we're all wankers, we're all wankers. Uh, except Grayson Waller. Apparently, yeah, he doesn't need to. He's like, sorry, I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Good for him. Uh, that's because Cena comes out here uh, after that. After uh, was, was that later? No, on? we got the women's. Oh right, next. right, right. Women's money in the bank. Oh, that's right. Of With course, your girl, your girl Leo. That's right. Yeah, this was pretty crazy. I actually really got into this match. I think Me I too. even maybe liked it more than the men's just because of some of the people who were involved in some of the storytelling uh, about how uh, I, I hate it. I, I know I actually liked Cole and Barrett together. Like I thought they did a bang up job, but I don't know how many times both of them kept saying like, Becky's never won money in the bank. She's yeah. got to win it. I think they like if you were to have taken a shot for every time they said that during this match, I it, you'd be lit because mm-hmm. like I was like, yo, I get it, but also Trish has never. So is Zoe. So yeah, is, yeah, so is none of these people. Bay- won it. So I think shut that's up. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. I'm like, yeah, okay. Someone's in your ear to tell you this, but they kept doing it. I was like, oh my god, shut up. Uh, I love this match though. It was it was pretty great because 
Uh, Bailey has some history with London, kind of, over there with them singing her song. I was, it got a huge smile out of me when they, I heard them singing, Hey, Bailey, I want to know if uh, you can be my girl. Uh, but then also like the history with Becky and Bailey kind of being thrown in there. Uh, Trish Stratus with, with Zoe worked well together because it helped like protect Trish. I would say Trish was doing some stuff where I'm like, what are you doing exactly? Where, but then other things, she looked pretty good. I, I've been super impressed with Trish on this, uh, on this run. We were, um, we were at my bar recently and had Raw on, on mute. Yeah. And it was the match against Raquel. Yeah. We were watching going, Trish is like, like putting it all out there, like getting thrown around, like that whole bear hug tossing around thing. I think she's looked fantastic on this, on this run. And, is completely keeping up with, with the rest of the division. Um, I thought this match was, I, I loved like the booking going into it. Cause there were all these little mini stories. The, yeah. The Bailey EO stuff, the, um, the Zoe Trish stuff and kind of Becky against the world kind of thing. And Zelina just and there. Zelina, <laughs> yeah. With her flip flop. Yeah. With her chonkler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought the, the finish was really creative and, we haven't really seen something like that. And you saying about kind of memorable ladder matches and yeah. how to be memorable. I thought this was pretty memorable end to this. I, that's what I, was, I, I did enjoy this one more than the, the men's one because it did have way more creative things. You know, if you listen, I'm Io Shirai, sorry, Io Sky, my all-time like wrestler. She's just so good. And here she is on a WWE pay-per-view in another country that you would imagine she's just from there because everywhere she goes, she gets that hometown pop and hometown reaction. So it's great. It's awesome. This is just like, I've watched this, this person wrestle for so long and now she's getting that like reaction and winning this money in the bank hopefully means to eventually getting a huge match. And if you know, this is happening maybe it's Asuka and Io at SummerSlam possibly like there, no one who's won women's money in the bank has held it like that long, really, mm. in recent memory. So uh, maybe they won't do that route and have her hold on to it. But she's a baby face, kind of. And I think now if she maybe just laid it on the line saying, I want you at SummerSlam. It's whether good. we get the Bailey match first, because uh, I feel we will get the Bailey attacking EO well, tomorrow, probably. Oh, with, okay. You know, ba- uh, like Bailey costing EO earlier in the match, right. tipping her off. And then EO handcuffing her to Becky, not allowing her to win and climbing over to win it. You could do EO putting it on the line with Bailey at SummerSlam. Because I'd prefer it if Bailey just then attacked EO after the, if she like either costs EO the match or attacks her after the match to like lay out that challenge. Because when, when it was Bailey kind of costing EO, she reacted like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but it's a ladder match. And then yeah. like continues. And then when EO does it, and climbs up her back, handcuffs her and Becky. When she wins it, the shot of Bailey was very, really telling too, of like smiling, like, "All right, fair play, you got me there. <laughs> Good on you there." And then the the presser too, she like holds it for her, and right. Io's like, mm, that's, "That's that's mine. Weird. Hold on, give it back." I, I really got into this, and Io Shirai again just showed. Also, wait, sorry, Zelina brought out the flip flop, but there was also the the sunset flip like onto the ladder, oh, off yeah. the ladder. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. That yeah. was insane. So this was. This was like my my probably probably the second favorite match of the night. Re- yeah, really enjoyable stuff. I any direction you go with EO is exciting for me. Like yeah. the Bailey match sounds great. The uh, whether it's against Oscar, that's something we haven't seen. That'd be awesome. Um, a like a, a Rhea rematch down the line. Charlotte, Becky, like there's so many options now. 
EO finally feels like one of the main players in the women's roster, which is something we've been wanting for years. At yeah, this point. I, I'm excited. I'll definitely be tuning in a lot more if she's like a champion and a mainstay character, which she's on her way there. The crowd reaction here, the crowd reaction at Backlash everywhere. So she's killing it. And they're doing the, they're, they're using her English sparingly, but effectively. I think any kind of promo you've seen backstage or whatever, I think it's really worked. And she's got so much natural charisma uh i think this could really work uh we've seen it work with with oscar like it finally kind of the pandemic was when they were like oh okay yeah she doesn't need to necessarily speak english to get over and i yeah i think this is going to be super exciting for eo yeah i need uh i need eo to like face challenge asuka at SummerSlam, and if that's not the route and you think maybe possibly bailey versus eo then maybe it's the briefcase on the line at Mm. SummerSlam for that or something like that too but uh either way eo sky gets me high this was this was awesome and finally seeing she she's undefeated in ladder matches i think she's technically lost a tag one or something but when it comes to being single in a ladder match she's always won it interesting at least in wwe so yeah in nxt but yeah queen of the sky we had the World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins taking on Finn Balor. Seven years in the making. I did like the kind of uh, callback to, to SummerSlam, especially the night after on Raw with Finn relinquishing the title and Seth just laughing at him. I'd like right. a callback to that and how it's kind of eaten and consumed Finn since then. Um, what did you think of the match? Yeah, uh, this one, I, I don't know. I, I did, wasn't really excited going into it, to be fair. This whole world title thing is something that's not working with me. I just, it's a, it's a prop to make you be interested in a match that, like, doesn't have much story behind mm-hmm. it. Here, they do have history, so that is pretty cool. I just, I, I don't know, going into it, I, I know both guys are really technically sound and, and really good wrestlers, and at one point, you know, some of the best wrestlers they have in ring wise, but, Something just the the didn't really draw me into the story, and I didn't feel like it got into any like next level gear that maybe we know deep down these two kind of had. And you know what? It was it was a shame that that SummerSlam match ended with the way it did with the injury because like that one felt really good, but also didn't get to like a level that we kind of know these two are really possibly good at. I don't know. I know I completely agree. I I definitely preferred the SummerSlam match yeah, to this yeah. one. Uh, this one didn't go too long. It was 12 and a half minutes. Felt a little flat to me. As as you said, both you know are technically sound and can put on a very good match. Seth has been killing it recently. Um, I just don't think there was any possibility of Finn Balor winning, which exactly. you, you always want that seed of doubt, I think. Like, it could happen. Finn could win. And yeah. like, I didn't really ever have that um i found the finish the priest kind of distraction finish a little weak as well um so yeah it it wasn't bad but i was just like okay i'm ready for the main yeah kind of thing yeah i i I think priest like having the briefcase and that with finn is like an interesting thing but i just i don't know i didn't really care about this match so sorry finn and i love finn but it's it's gonna take a while for this title to mean something exactly and i think I think they're doing the right thing with Seth. I think they've said he's defended it like five or six times already since winning. Right. I think that's the right thing to do. And therefore, Seth kind of needs a bit of a longer run yeah. before it moves on to someone else. It can get there. It can get established. They they did manage to like reestablish the the like under, a universal championship. 
back when they introduced the World Heavyweight Championship in what, 03 or whatever it was, they managed to do it then. The problem is Roman's been so dominant that every title seems like a B title beyond that. Even, I mean, Gunther's run. Exactly. That, that title feels like the B title yeah, exactly. over this for now, but it's going to take time. Yeah. Um, but still, like, kind of interested to see Seth's next feuds and stuff because he does put on good matches. But this was just kind of there for me. Well, now we can talk about John Cena. I, I didn't see him. <laughs> uh, get out of here. The table. <laughs> that joke is never going to go old. No. Uh, <laughs> the other day, someone told me a shark fact uh, the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Talking about jokes that never got old. Yeah. Because, right? <laughs> you know, Shark Week it's, is coming. Oh, it is July. It's Shark Month. It's Shark Month here. Can you hit me with Shark Fact? Uh, shark Fact. I have one ready for you here. Okay. Uh, sharks don't have bones. <laughs> what? <laughs> What a team. Friends of ours visiting Toronto went to the aquarium right near the BDE Tower here. And uh, they sent me a picture. They're like, yo, there's shark facts in the shark tank here. And it says sharks don't have bones. But what? they have teeth. They have teeth. What are teeth then? Teeth. Teeth Teeth are bones, no? They got other stuff in it. What? I don't know. I don't don't believe you. Three years running and you've not looked it up? (laughs) (laughs) I could be lying. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. Uh, we do, we, we, we will be celebrating Shark Week. As we always do. Yeah, as we always do. We'll probably put it to a vote. We, we have done Sharknado. We've done Deep Blue Sea. I think it's time for Jaws, but, uh, what else? there's the Meg. There's the Meg 2 that's coming out now. People are getting... We always put the Meg on that list. <laughs> and no one, one votes day. for it. And no one voted for Jaws the other time, but now right, I think we'll get, it's we'll get that poll up. So yeah. Jaws, the Meg. Uh... <laughs> what other good Shark... I like that film Open Water. I don't, it wouldn't win a vote, but like, it's a pretty good shark movie. Okay. You know, when the couple, have you seen it? No, I've actually never seen this movie. It's pretty good. It's a couple like, are on like a cruise. They dive in the sea, but kind of, I think it's based on truth. The ship like leaves them and they're stranded. And then they're just in the middle of the sea trying to survive. It sounds terrifying. And then sharks come I would be terrified. Oh, it's a, yeah, it was pretty scary. Uh, So maybe that'll be put into the vote. There's also what the, the shallows. In the shallow, that one. Shark Week this year is from July 23rd to July 30th. So the end of July there will be Shark Week. All right. Can't wait. Can't we, wait. Yeah, we did We did a uh, thing last week, didn't we? Uh, what the hell? The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You ever heard of this movie? No. We're definitely not doing that one. The Reef. The Reef. Okay. The Meg. Yeah, it's going to be the Meg or Jaws, isn't it? I think. Yeah, finally. Yeah. The same ones that have been in the loop. But yeah. we'll also take new ones. If, you're, if, if you know any good shark movies out Megalodon. there. Megalodon. Actually, Anaconda was on at work the other day. Yeah. I was like, man, remember that movie? <laughs> Ice Cube, J-Lo. Owen Wilson. <laughs> at, uh, my like best friend at primary school, it was like his favorite movie. Anaconda? Anaconda. <laughs> He's like, this is the greatest film. <laughs> How can you say... Like, what is it about? Giant snake. How can you say Anaconda is the best film when, they, when Lake Placid is also... Have you seen that one with no. the giant alligator? Okay. Bet, bet, was it not Bed Midler? The other... Oh, man. We're going off. Midler? No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one I want to no, see. No, who's the other old lady? Uh, <laughs> uh, Barbara Streisand? No, the one who passed away. Uh, oh, uh, Betty. Yeah, Betty White. White. Betty, Betty White. White, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cena came out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, John Cena makes a surprise uh, 
appearance here at WWE and Money in the Bank. The crowd are going nuts. I think it's the first time they've been back to London for a pay-per-view in a very, very long time. And the last time, the, the last time I'm sure they were there for Raw and the time before that and the time before that, Cena would usually get booed out the building from you, you Londoners. You Brits just loved to hate on John Cena. And now the, the, the song and dance is a little, little changed a little bit. There was no Cena sucks And at all. he like mentions that right away and says like, Oh, that sounds good to be, you know, cheered by you guys. Genuinely loved that whole interaction. And then it kind of got better. Uh, John Cena basically came out and said, So AEW sold 65 tickets. Can we sell more? Yes, we can. Get ready, because when we announce it, you fuckers better buy tickets. Did I do it right, Paul? Yeah, you're great. Okay, cool. We're off. <laughs> it's basically, I felt like he it, was like, hey. It's, it's confirmation. WrestleMania yeah. is going to London. They wouldn't do this. Yeah. Cena's kind of done this at, uh, like, dark segments in for right. Raw and SmackDown at tapings I've been to. He's, like, he's always been like, I'm pushing for you guys to get a WrestleMania. Right. But never like, you know, on a PLE as heavy handed as this. Um, I don't know what's taken them so long to do this. These international shows have been such a success. We've already seen like All Out, sorry, All In is one of the highest grossing events of all time time already. already. It's not even happening. They just, Triple H announced that like this SmackDown and Money in the Bank are their highest grossing like non-stadium events already okay, of yeah. all time. When you think the pound, like it's the pound it's is greater than the dollar as well. So they're going to make more money. Right. You've got such a rabid fan base that are like kind of starved of this. And now you've ditched the pay-per-view model and it's all on the network. I'm amazed it's taken this long, but yeah, it seems like confirmation we're getting WrestleMania and I'm pretty sure Tony can't help that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, competition, man. Competition mm. is exactly what, Everyone needs a little healthy competition go a long way. That proves clearly. They're like, fuck, they beat us to the jump there. We need to do this. Why aren't we doing it? And there's a bunch of stadiums they can do. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, Wembley. Right. Wembley is the biggest and most, none of them are roofed in London. Okay. Uh, But most of Wembley is covered. Um, But then I'm thinking, because people are like, oh, the weather's an issue. It's like MetLife, the weather was shitty when we went to New York for yeah. Mania. And April in London is pretty comparable, I'd say, to New York in April weather-wise. So could, it could be a gorgeous day. We sometimes get like a, a beautiful early summer weather in April. Or it could be stinky and rainy. But there's plenty of stadiums they can pick from. You've got the, uh, the Olympic Stadium where West Ham play in Stratford. Uh, right by the Copper Box where Rev Pro are going to be playing. You've got Emirates Stadium where Arsenal play. Uh, you've got the Tottenham Stadium. So you're saying all these stadiums are, are big, but they're not Wembley. Big. Wembley's the biggest, but you're talking right. like 70,000 seaters still. you got to do like, Wembley, though. You're talking big ones. Yeah, you got to beat TK. Well, that's the thing, right? You've, they're going to want to beat right. that. I mean, ticket prices are going to be more expensive than All In. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, I think you'll get more... Uh, international travelers like Americans and stuff going for a WrestleMania than you would a, an AEW just because the fan base is, is a lot bigger. Um, but obviously Philly's already been announced for 40. 41, baby. So either 41 or 42. I think Minnesota's been talked around as well, but it's coming. 42, bruv. Yeah. That'll be the, the logo. 40, WrestleMania, bruv. Or will it be uh, WrestleStraya? 
Australia. Yeah, uh, that's when he was interrupted by Grayson Waller, who also I got to give props to. Sounded great here when uh, they called him a wanker and said that I don't need to do that. Uh, he also like gave Cena a little. I thought Cena was on point as as yeah. he usually always is, but then I thought Grayson Waller held his own in this promo segment, basically saying like. Yeah, why would you do WrestleMania here? It's wet, it's cold, it's gross. Why don't we go somewhere where there's a nice beach, some bikinis, you know, fun stuff. And I was kind, of, I'm, I was kind of on his side there. For, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, that does sound pretty good. But yeah, are we getting Melbourne, Australia, WrestleMania at the cricket ground? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Like, there's no reason why you can't now. They should just do a pay per view in Australia, not one of those super showdown things they do. They I, should do. I it. think now you're going to start seeing yeah. a lot more of that. Um, I thought Waller was great here. Like, it's we have a sense of pride. Like, we do yeah. up next. We cover all these guys in NXT. Waller was someone you absolutely fucking hated for the longest yeah, time and yeah. kind of won you over. Absolutely. Um, and I think the start, his start on the main roster has been rocky. I don't think... Well, he's been injured, right? Well, he's been injured, but even the Grayson Waller effect, he's just he hasn't been as kind of cutting as we've seen him be on NXT. It's felt a lot more scripted. Um, and when he came out, it was crickets. Like, it was the quietest reaction of the whole night, I thought, when he came out. And then I completely thought he flipped this crowd when yeah. he started to talk. And I, I hope we see more than that because I think this guy's great on the mic. And I think he can go in ring as well. So Yeah, no, I, I thought he completely took the crowd in the palm of his hand, mentioning like, whoa, 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 WrestleMania in London? No, 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 WrestleMania in Australia because it's better. And then Cena, trust me, let me convince you. Don't, don't do this. And it's just a pretty funny segment. Uh, and then he got FU'd. And just the confidence as well. You've gone from playing that CWC in front of 300 people. To a lot where, of yeah, people. you feel very comfortable cutting a promo to 18,000, whatever 000. it is, with the GOAT, John yeah, Cena, and crazy. completely holding your own. I thought it was a really fun segment. And yeah, got me excited for WrestleMania London. Yeah, you going? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I got to go home at least once a year, so I might as well go in there tie it in when there's wrestling going on. So you think 41, 42, 43? Yeah. Something like that. It has to be. Yeah. Okay. 41 or two. Maybe they move it, move it back a bit so it's warmer. Like what? A month Later or two. in the year? Yeah, like a month. Do it in May? Yeah. WrestleMania? WrestleMania. It's got a good ring to it. There you go. Yeah, May can be nice. <laughs> um, and then we've got the main event, the Bloodline Civil War. Whose side are you on? Usos versus Roman and Solo Sokoa uh, going a whole 30 plus minutes here. Um, Damn, Broadway. Yeah. Broadway uh, in London. What What were your thoughts? Uh, pretty pretty good. I was excited for this match. I think both the like Roman matches have been better than usual, but the Usos matches like lately have been mm. awesome. The Usos have been great for a long time, but they'd never have other opponents because they're like such... Higher above everyone else that you can't, how many times can we see the New Day versus the Usos? There's nothing left yeah. to do really. So finally seeing them in a match that like makes so much sense really got me interested. And I'd say like the first chunk of the match was a lot of classic Roman things that I don't like. The punching, stalling, a lot of that. The first like 15 minutes were very like. Yeah, it was very slow. But you know what? When it finally started to pick up a little bit later, then I, then I definitely got a lot more interested in it. Um, there was like, you know, a lot of the, the super kicks and the table bumps and uh, the the Samoan spike spear combo was yep. a pretty good move. And the kick out was awesome. Uh, and then, of course, like 
when it came down to them eliminating Solo with that that uh, announce table spot, and then how they took out Roman Reigns, and then what Jay Uso pinning. Roman Reigns and Roman hasn't been pinned since 2019. Oh my goodness! I love the shot. I've used it for the for the like the show image of Jay getting the pin and Jimmy just sat behind him like in what? in disbelief and yeah. tears, like watching his brother pin Roman. Yeah, I I love this match. It, I'm with you. Like the first 15, 20, we're like kind of okay, all right, we're we're doing the Roman match, but then they really got into. Kind of what we've we've seen and liked with you know those elite tag matches, yeah. Where it's the the details, the storytelling. I loved the the J kick out low blow that we've seen Roman use before. Yeah, uh, Roman trying to do the stack them like he did with Brian and Edge. Edge. There were all these callbacks to all these other matches yeah, during yeah. this title reign and this bloodline story. Um, yeah, and then Jay being the one to pin, it's he's not going to be the guy to take the title off of Roman, but I think that has kind of made this story go full circle, which a lot of people have been calling for, and was such a a huge moment. I I thought they they really matched the like the drama, the storytelling, and the wrestling in this one. Yeah, um, I, I, the Usos have been just on a run of of finally becoming like. They are the best WWE tag team of all time, kayfabe wise or not, just because now they've like completely mastered the like storytelling art of it. This this whole year of Bloodline stuff, like, there's a reason why so many people have been so into it, and these guys have been absolutely killing it. I'm still definitely like cooled off on the story, and Roman Reigns like always the king of over overacting at the end there, like as if you know some murder has taken place. But that's what wrestling is. So I. I I would say, like, you definitely could have shaved 15 minutes off this match and it would be a perfect match. But it was super slow, but then I I did get really into it. And I would imagine this is all to lead to Jay taking on Roman at SummerSlam. I think so, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. The story makes sense. Like, it, they've done a good job of, like, you know, for majority of fans, when you think interest is being lost, they'll do something to keep it going. And I think the next... It's the crumbling of the Roman Empire, right? So you've you lost Sammy, you lost uh the Usos, Solo, there was the tease on SmackDown where Jay's saying, like, I don't want to be the tribal chief. Jimmy doesn't want to be the tribal chief. That guy will be the tribal chief. And Roman laughs it off. And Solo like looks at him like, excuse me, what's so funny about that? Yeah. So uh Solo's gonna be the next to leave, and eventually it will be just Heyman and Roman. And then when Heyman leaves him, that's when this title goes to Cody, Cody at Rose. WrestleMania, yeah. <laughs> which is great. In like, I, I think it's, it's, you're seeing, you're seeing a lot more in WWE, the long-term plans being played out. Whereas there was so much hot shotting and flipping of titles and things and stories out of nowhere. Whereas this one, they, it does feel like they've mapped out these stages and, you know, mapping out for like the perfect crowd knowing you'll have a a hot crowd in london regardless so not necessarily needing to put the title in the line the tag match felt bigger than a title match I yeah thought. yeah yeah doing sammy in montreal like having all these i, I think it's been pretty well done yeah as much as i i do want to see jay versus roman one more time i don't think he's the guy to take it no. from him and so that as some we were going to SummerSlam, and it's, as it being a big 
PLE is that like a huge main event match? But I, like they've done it before, where people really got behind it and liked it. So like they should put their trust I in mean, it because it'll probably be good. Believable now, so yeah. I think people are going to get into those near falls way more than you know Roman's first title defense against Jey Uso right. three years ago, where people like, people got into those matches, but no one bought it. There. Yeah, yeah. There's, Again, like that little nugget where you go, oh, it could happen. Yeah. Could happen. So that's probably the, the or match. Or are they building there. to Solo being the guy? Yeah, true. That would make sense too. Finally, he's the one to turn on Roman, to take it from him. Yeah. I still just see Cody at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's probably. But that's what we said this time around. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to be like, he'll beat Bruno. By the end <laughs> I like how Paul carries out. The, the three titles? It's ridiculous. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> How many damn titles they have here? Yeah. That aren't even... Yeah. yeah. Like, that must... Like, that was a long match to have three... These these things are heavy. They're fucking heavy. Three of them on yeah. your shoulders. Belt wankers. Uh, but yeah, fun show. Like, uh, on, honestly, like, WWE pay-per-views have been good, as I've been telling... Yeah. Uh, telling a lot of, like, lapsed fans that are in and out of wrestling that are like, ah, you know, I'm, I watch it sometimes. I'm like, well, like, I don't watch... Raw or SmackDown religiously at all whatsoever. But the pay-per-views, I always check out, even if it's live or not. And they have been delivering. And this one, for sure. Like, this, the main event was probably my match of the night. But mm -hmm. I liked a lot of other stuff. The women's Money in the Bank specifically, like, definitely jumped out at me. Uh, I wouldn't put this up against possibly, like, Backlash or WrestleMania. But I still really enjoyed this show. Still a really memorable show made by a hot crowd. Um, looking at cage match uh this show has an 8.33 rating which is very positive nice um it agreed with you match of the night same with me is was the main event uh that's got 8.65 uh second match was uh the women's ladder match so completely on par with with your thoughts brain uh with an 8.20 uh then the men's ladder match and then uh gunther riddle so yeah really really positive show i i really enjoyed it and it's it's making me hyped for a SummerSlam because really these PLEs, they're not missing at the moment. Yeah, uh, we, me and you are just uh, spoiled wrestling fans this, this summer for sure. Coming hot off of Forbidden Door and now going to SummerSlam and then making the trip across for All In. We're going to be just spoiled rotten of all the, the great wrestling this year because SummerSlam's looking good. I, I see some people in the chat kind of agreeing also that... It should be EO Oscar at SummerSlam. That would be a huge, huge, That'd huge match, and I would be losing my mind. Especially awesome there. stadium entrances with those two, and yeah, EO coming out in her like uh, like mask that she used to wear, and then Oscar wearing her mask with the face paint Where could be it? pretty cool. I put it on, yeah, uh, like that. That could be awesome. Uh, Jay Uso Roman, that could be pretty good too, especially given like a you know no holds barred kind of stipulation or something like that. Cody Brock and an exploding barbed wire death match. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the match you want yeah. to see? Yeah, yeah, they'll do it right this they'll time. They'll do it right. WWE production, yeah. yeah. They kind of did that with Randy Orton that one time against Cena where he was pushing the buttons. Oh, I exploded. thought you were going to say when he set Bray Wyatt on fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, yeah, so SummerSlam is going to be pretty good. Oh, uh, Gunther versus Drew, possibly. Yeah. Like, Oh, it, it'll be a good show. It'll be pretty packed. Look so. at us, WWE marks right here. Look, WWE, WWE. WWE. Dove, Dove, E, Dove. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're going to SummerSlam, let us know. We'll probably be doing some sort of a, a not not in a big party kind of way, but a meetup of sorts uh, before the pay per view down oh, yeah. in Detroit. So let us know if you're going. Yeah. Uh, well, let's switch over to AEW. Uh, we did, as we mentioned at the top of the show, go to Hamilton uh, this uh, past Wednesday to see Dynamite. 
Uh, we had great seats. We were second row. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton, it wasn't that expensive, right? <laughs> um, and I know, like, the crowd was, like, very, very empty. But And I know uh, the sound didn't really carry on TV. But I thought, like, it was hot for what it is. There yeah. were just not enough people in a cavernous space. It's not going to sound good. But uh, I had great time. Yeah, look, I love I love AEW, and I I think that they're doing a lot of things right. I.e., Forbidden Door in Toronto last yeah. week, one of the best pay per views I've ever seen. Watching it back, one of some of the best matches and story, just amazing. But then the Collision thing, I'm not too sold on yet. You're asking wrestling fans in the the beginning of summer to spend Saturday nights watching a new wrestling show that mm-hmm. is pretty much like the other wrestling show that you had on Fridays that you swore was going to be the B show, but it ended up being a complete lie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ain't going to get fooled again. And I think a lot of people are like that. And uh, one Bill Phil is what I'm calling can't fill the arena Phil because that's two collisions I've now been to where there was no one fucking there. Mm-hmm. So as much as we were there, we were support we were starting chance we were trying to get into it as much as we can and we totally enjoyed uh the show at hamilton but there it was visibly like i watched collision back today and i was like oh they're good at editing because they're completely not showing a lot of the empty arena and as much as i want this company to survive survive and get better and better because i fucking i love it i'm such a fan and such a supporter they need to learn their lessons (laughs) it's i mean a lot this is more contractually, like, oblig- con- contract obligations, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. TNT wanted this show at this point. It is bad timing. It is begin- beginning of the summer. It was right right before your big, big show. So you're just trying to focus on too many things. Um, so, yeah, like, it's going to take time. Um, but let's start with Dynamite. Uh, we Because, are- yeah, because, like, imagine... Okay, so Hamilton's outside Toronto. We we traveled in. We got our friend Scorpio Sand to give us a ride. We had a great day in Hamilton, as we mentioned earlier. And we were... We were we were teased in the presser that it was actually supposed to be Danielson versus Ishii. Mm. And we were like, oh my God, that's crazy. But of course, Danielson was injured. So they replaced it with Mox Ishii. And we said, that's equally as awesome because they had one match where we couldn't wait for them to fight. And when they did, it was a five-star classic. It was in our top 10 match of the year. A few years back that, for uh, the G1. Mox, uh, so, Ishii match. so for us being big Tom, Mac, big Tom fans, we were really excited to be front row watching this. And... I think both of us, by the end of the first Dynamite match, we went, well, that was worth our trip. So We've we've been a fan of this guy for such a long time. And we've seen him quite a few times. But we've never seen a proper, like, Ishii G1 big match Tom match. Yeah, yeah. Have we? And this was completely that. Like, yeah, they great. went... I haven't rewatched it, actually. They went balls to wall here. Uh, I thought I thought this was a awesome awesome match yeah and uh yeah definitely got my money's worth um we, we those headbutts when you just like we were up close and you just saw the blood like ugh. both of them like ugh. yeah i i was not i i was not expecting them to kind of give Go it that yeah give it yeah. that give it that all especially like in this in this crowd in this timing and everything but then the next day we were hanging out with uh john pollock at demand lucha and he was like man you guys were so lucky to be sitting for that match i loved it, it was like did it come across on tv he's like oh i don't care it was i thought it was good so yeah, i was like oh it was great awesome. okay cool so I, I do have to watch it back but i really uh love that match and hey we got to see sting wrestle and from our view if you follow our instagram stories 
looked like Sting nailed this uh, this ladder spot. We were like losing our minds. <laughs> he just disappeared. <laughs> and then he he's being held up by like three people right in front of my girlfriend. She's like, "Babe, is Sting okay?" I'm this like, girl "Oh." This in front of us going, "Sting's fucked up. Sting, Sting is hurt." He <laughs> and just we just look see good. three people helping him up, and there's just blood coming out of his mouth, a lot of it. And I'm like, "Oh my god." This thing is really hurt. What yeah. happened? So finally, I quickly look on my phone. I'm like, oh, that's what happened. And he ate shit on that ladder, almost knocking out a tooth or something. Yeah. But can finish the match at, what, 64 years yeah. old? Holy. I, I really enjoyed this match as well. Like, I thought the show was bookended by two really fun, really different matches. Seeing Jericho and Sting go at it. I know yeah. Jericho has his kind of haters out there, but... I thought was was so much fun. I really was getting into those near falls at yeah. the end as well. I thought they did a great job with those near falls towards the climax of this match. That sting spot was nuts. I know the safety police are out there and be, oh, should he be doing that? May Young went through a table at eighty, didn't she? Yeah. Like so, I yeah. watched Money in the Bank today. Sting can keep. Going. I watched Ricochet almost kill a YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I uh, I really enjoyed the main. I thought it was great. And then after the show, Sting got like a huge ovation and cut a speech basically kind of saying like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this, yeah. but um, it's for you fans that I'm doing it for. I don't know if you noticed Darby looked really emotional yeah, in yeah. the corner while Sting was talking. He, he's, he said some nice things about Darby being like, uh, I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't going to come to AW, but they, proposed me this guy and at first i was like oh, what the hell and now I'm, this guy's like one of my best friends he's like he keeps me supporters young. yeah he, he teaches me things about life and the world and it's like yeah it's and cool. he said he's like his greatest tag team partner he's ever, ever had and he's had a bunch yeah take that rick so uh, yeah big thank you sting chance at the end like it was it was pretty emotional yeah at the end there uh do you think we'll get sting jericho all in it's far away so i imagine we go away it's, jericho it's a jericho feud, feud. <laughs> yeah possibly you could be getting it at Fucking full gear at this. <laughs> Double or nothing. Yeah. Forbidden door. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I, some of us were like Sting versus MJF to MJF retires him kind mm. of thing, but I don't even know if that's the route either. Mm. But there is all out as well that you could, you know, something. I do think you need a big Sting match at Wembley, yeah. whether it's a tag or I, I think we will have one singles match with Sting. Yeah. And seeing kind of him and Jericho go at it at the end. I'm like, you couldn't, like, yeah. they had a kind of a singles match the last five minutes there, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, so, I really got into it being t- you know, two of WCW legends. Yeah, there. exactly. WCW chance. Uh, what else was on this Dynamite? <sighs> Can't remember. No. Nah. Um, that was enough for me, those two. Uh... I, I honestly can't remember. We had the, the... Oh, sorry. The Elite... Uh, Hamilton was... So Toronto hated CM Punk, but Hamilton was a pro-CM Punk crowd, actually. They were booing the Elite, and mm. uh, Hangman took on uh, the Dark Order, which I actually I got into as well. But uh, it felt like the crowd just didn't care about this. this. It, it was just a hot-shotted match, wasn't it? Like, yeah. we've got all the history between Dark Order and Hangman and it's the It's kind of weird that they And just, then they just, like... kind of blew it, yeah. It was just, oh, we've got this match, let's... Let's quickly heat it up in 30 minutes. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Again, the crowd were, were off, but it's Hamilton, so. <laughs> um, but it seems like a Dark Order turn at the end there with the Elite getting beaten down and Dark Order walking off, walking off and announcing Blood and Guts um, in Boston in three weeks. Um, do you just see it as being the a four on four now? 
So what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kenny Bucks and Hangman against Mox, Yuda, Claudio, and Takeshita. Yeah. You don't see anyone getting added either I guess side. no Eddie. Eddie will be in the G1. Japan by then, Oh, yeah, I think. so there you go. Yeah, four, four and four. four. It's fine. Yeah. Kota yeah. never coming. I don't think so. Gleet's own Kota He's just doing a match, right? Yeah. So I, I still see, I still see him eventually coming in, but it's got to be the right time. He's not coming up to Hamilton, you know. Mm. It's got to be a, a proper time, a proper story, or something like that. But one day, somehow, I, I do still see that. But uh, if you're a Coda fan, just watch him in other places. If he's going to be popping up in other places, like that's pretty cool too. But mm. right, right now, I just this, we don't need you right now. Kenny just got fucking annihilated. If if Danielson was healthy yeah i'd i would think they're gonna have a fifth man but danielson being out for a while might not make all in like i think that eight weeks is very um optimistic looking at that break well wait yeah they're saying it's like he might not make all in yeah i mean yeah like i don't know how i don't know how danielson yeah i don't know how danielson's making all in i don't think he is well, Cody's been wrestling with a broken arm the last couple of months. Yeah, but he had to fight Dom. You're saying you want Danielson with a broken arm to fight Kota Ibushi? I want Danielson against anyone with one arm would be better. He than tapped Marks. out Okada with one exactly. damn arm. Exactly. And Danielson's a freak. Like he'll yeah. be trying to make that. Yeah, he's show in the he's in the, get, the chamber in. right now getting jacked yeah, like real, Vegeta. Real shame that looked. Yeah, that looked pretty bad. No, but we had a lot of fun at uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. We did not make the trip again Thursday. As much as I wanted to see Roderick Strong and Samoa Joe, uh, we are uh, Toronto boys and we supported local, by local, everybody. Mm-hmm. So Demand Lucha was uh, at a show, which, uh, yeah, their champ Gringo Loco didn't make it on time because he was busy wrestling for Ring of Honor. Uh, but <laughs> I was, was messaging him to yeah, help you're, the show. You're not going to make being it. Like, are you gonna t-? He's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. He was like, keep me updated with the matches. It's like Sam Adonis is buying you a lot of time tonight. <laughs> Cutting promos, yeah. Uh, Brian Cage was also not Brian on. Brian Cage missed it as well for ROH. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, uh, we so we didn't go to uh, Hamilton for Collision, but I did check out some of it today just before recording. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed Roddy Joe. Actually, I thought that was really good. I enjoyed the, call me crazy, the gun club, sorry, the guns joining... Bullet Club, Bullet Club is is working. Yep. Yeah, it's actually good. Yeah, I like it. I the juice kinda, is loose, I'm baby. I'm turning the corner on <laughs> yeah. juice. Oh my god, well. the juice is fucking loose. It's like finally this character is working for him. Uh, and it makes so much sense that the guns are with these guys, yeah. and the guns cutting a promo, being like, "Yo, like we're lit. We beat the Hardys. We sent them packing. We're former champs. We beat all these people, and now we beat Punk. Like I love that promo." Uh, I love the way they look. I love the way they present themselves. And if they ever need to get rid of the Bullet Club gold because New Japan is like done with them, just call themselves the Bang Bang Gang. Bang Bang Gang. <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels like they're heating up uh, the singles, Jay White and and Punk uh, now. Like, and is this for the the other world, the Collision World Title? Is that what we're doing here for the bag? The For the ba- big red yeah, bag? the bag uh, that he's carrying this in. So there's another thing. M- uh, CM Punk the, throwing shade at MJF is kind of where I think the story is going to eventually go and have Punk challenge MJF at All In probably makes the m- most sense. Or All Out, Chicago. Oh, right. You know? Twice. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, it, it's interesting where you go. Do you do Adam Cole, MJF? That seem- still seems a long way away and I yeah. feel maybe more of a TV match. Yeah. I don't think Adam Cole... 
MJF feels big enough for right. all in, but it's weird the back to back pay per view thing. But I am like it does feel like the B show. I'm glad they're doing a few more like angles now. It's the it's the undercard of this collision roster that doesn't feel hot. Yeah, it still feels enjoyed, like rampage. Yeah. I am starting to like enjoy the Bullet Club Gold stuff with Punk. Um, I enjoyed Joe Roddy as well. But then you're getting, you know, Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes, those kind of things where I'm not like, uh, okay, um, it will take time. But Collision was all right. It's not must watch for me right now. And it's whereas Dynamite, I watch through beginning to end. I feel this is a show I'm going to be skipping through, especially just the timing of it being a Saturday night, being that I work in a bar Saturday nights. If I'm not working in a bar Saturday nights, I'm going out Saturday nights. And then I do a show at two o'clock on a Sunday. We literally started it's the show. Like powering yeah. through it. Yeah. Mm. I was powering through it today and I was not watching gold dust and some other wrestler that they're trying to introduce on a Saturday. Like, I just think it's a bad idea putting Saturday Friday. Yeah. It works because some people have families and kids and SmackDown does so well. So do that. But it, are you had your problems already? So now you're just asking like the, 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 the viewers, the numbers, the ratings are showing like yeah. it's not doing too well. And I normally don't really care about ratings as long as they're doing a good show and people are enjoying mm-hmm. it and stuff and people are buying their merch. But that's a whole other thing. We went to four AEW shows oh this God. week. You know, you know what we bought? Nothing. Cause their merch is shit. I didn't really even look this time. It is I terrible. I one stand and was like, nope. What the fuck, man? Like, how, like you go to WWE. Who's the champion? Roman Reigns? You know how many fucking Roman Reigns shirts, necklaces, bandanas, foam fingers, uh, gauntlet wrist things he wears, titles, autographs, everything, everything just for him? Yeah. How many t-shirts of MJF did they sell at any of the shows we went I think to? I saw one. You saw one? Yeah. I, did see, I didn't even see one. I saw none. I thought their merch was so bad. And talking to random people in line at concession stands, people were complaining. Like, who runs this merch? Yeah. Like... This is money left on the table. New Japan makes a shit ton of money on merch. WWE makes so much money on merch. Why is AEW like not doing the right things? They're gonna have close to seventy thousand people. They in will. The they will fail. Of people, at that. think think like the shipping costs of PWT to Canada alone. Right. It's a lot more to buy a T-shirt in the UK. Right, you buy a, a t-shirt from PWT, shipping and all that. One t-shirt's going to cost you over fifty bucks. Right, right. Like you're going to have such a rabid fan base there wanting to spend their money. Who are going to buy so much shit, and you need more than four wrestlers' merchandise. Yeah, they're, they're, you want everything. You I'm want- just saying, like I, I, we spent money going to four, four shows yeah. this week with how many of our friends and people, like. Fucking 50 to 100 people. And so many people were like complaining. Like, I wanted to spend. I went in there being like, you know what? I'll drop 50 on a shirt. I like some of their sh- shirts. I don't. But you know what? I'll t- there was nothing. I've never seen a Hangman Page shirt at any event. None I've of the events. To. I've been to a lot of AEW events. If now. they it's sold like- the old cowboy shit one, I would have bought it. If yeah. I had a Kenny shirt, I probably would have bought it. They didn't even have a Kenny Omega or an Osprey shirt at the fucking event. This is this was so like low rent. I've been to barely any stand. Ring of Honor, like yo, these guys. Like in my opinion, if I'm a wrestler, if I'm Kenny, if I'm Osprey, I'd be fucking mad because that's 
That's a few K out of my pocket 100%. that we could have been making at 100%. this event. You go to indie shows and these wrestlers are trying to sell you their own t-shirts. That's because that's how you fucking make money. Yeah. And these people don't understand that. I, I, as a fan, I was like, yo, and I feel like not a lot of people might not be talking about that, but like wrestling it's, fans it's like to buy. Common, it's a common complaint. So like, I, I feel like I'm heated. Stephanie Chase has said this a yeah. bunch as well because she goes to loads of shows. It's like there's people who are there. You're, if you, these people are paying money to be in the door, you know they'll probably spend more money. So why the hell wouldn't you? Yo, even the guns, they had. that was the shirt I saw at Forbidden Door, the Bullet Club Gold. Right. And I was like, well, that's the only shirt. Should I just buy it? I didn't. But I was like, now I'm like, oh, maybe I should. People spend that. 10 extra bucks for the convenience of it being there. Yeah. You know, I've, I've bought so much tat at WWE yeah. events, but it's like, ah, I'm drunk. It's funny. I'll buy the show. You can't even do that there. because it's nothing title. Like I'll buy this. I'll buy that. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, they absolutely need to up their game. And, and like, I thought, AW was a t-shirt company yeah. and they're just not good at selling me t-shirts. No. I really want to spend money on them, but like, wow, they, they really let me, I, I'm like, okay, uh, let's go to forbidden door and, and see what's merch. Nothing. There was no, they sold a forbidden door t-shirt. That was like the poster, like wrapped around it or whatever. Yeah. And I just was like, man, like money left on the table in, and I, if I was a wrestler, I would be pretty cheesed. They need for, uh, for the UK, the half and half, uh, football scarves right that's the thing you go to a football game it'll be like brother Arsenal v Newcastle let's just Arsenal. make them ourselves because they're definitely yeah. not going to be selling them like <laughs> Osprey one side Omega the other side that kind of thing right right yeah. should we okay so let's talk to the grapple guys one's got frogs on them right. and one we're got gonna, grapple we're going to get our suitcase we'll be outside the stadium shilling our grapple our poison rana scarves <laughs> I'm messaging them right now 100% like, like that, that, that's merch right there. One of them's green with pink and all that shit with our frog, and yeah. the other's got the black and white. Like the, the black and white would be beautiful. Get like a hundred made only, hundred only made. Yeah, there you go. And one hundred percent. See, like that's what AEW's got to get on the merch stuff. They didn't sell nothing at these shows, so Terrible. money left on the table. Honestly, like I don't understand. WWE, you go there. I told you we went to a house show in December in Toronto. And WWE were, were shilling out 24-7 titles for like 50 bucks or something like that. So everyone was buying them. And yeah. I was like, that's how you get rid of shit you don't want anymore. 20, 24-7 title. Like everyone, everyone, had, was everyone wearing at them. Rico had one. Yeah, <laughs> because they were like, well, that's the only replica title I want to spend 50 bucks on. Like, so like, yeah, merch definitely is like something. I notice now that going to shows, again, I've been to four this week. I sound like a crazy person, mm. but I have been to wrestling a lot this week. I'm wrestled the fuck out. And... I went into all four being like, huh, like if this was WWE, they probably would have got money out of my pocket. But th I was truly disappointed. And I, as much as I think that sounds crazy, that was everyone's, yeah. that was everyone's point of view. Like, oh, what's going on with this merch? It's really terrible. So, uh, yeah. Don't know if it's, you know, like, because uh, it was Canada or something. But no, no, it's like, dude. We've even, been to Blood and Guts. We've been to Grand in, Slam. We've Chicago. Been, yeah, we've even been to when everywhere. I've been to like All Out. It's been the same thing. Yeah. And PWT is fucking there. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It, it's it's bad. Super bizarre. So that, that they were our thoughts in collision. <laughs> Samoa Joe laid out. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. I was just dying to buy his T-shirt on Wednesday, and I couldn't. Uh, so Samoa Joe versus Roderick Strong, which honestly, like. I love these two guys and I love them 20 years ago and I love them as much as I kind of do now. Well, almost 20 years ago, but uh, I was super into this match. It was Roddy getting ragdolled around. I, I love 
the battle of Roddy trying to hit that backbreaker yeah. on the biggest oh, and I when he did that, it, that was a great I was nervous for his knee. Oh my god! Um, you're so you're getting Punk and Joe what next week, and you're getting Starks and Hobbs in the so they've both got history. I see Punk Starks final with Punk right screwing over. His new best friend, Ricky Starks, and turning full heel. I imagine that's the case, right? Punk has to just turn heel. But then if we're going towards Punk and MJF, true. that wouldn't be what... That's Punk. true. So Punk is just this character, like Cena, you boom it wherever. Might, yeah, Punk. it might be the same with both of them. Yeah. Like, pick your sides. Are you yeah. an MJF guy? Are you a... And they kind of did that with their previous the first feud, feud, right? Yeah. Um, we've also got that blind tag uh, tournament, which is actually kind of... Fun. Like, I don't believe, oh, you just happen to randomly draw Swerve and Keith Lee together. But I kind of like that. Um, Darby and Orange tagging again. Um, uh, we'll see what other team. You've got the Adam Cole MJF team. Yeah, but like, again, I think uh, going forward, if Punk eventually with the the whole bag thing. I, I don't know. Like, him turning on Ricky would make more sense just to be 100%. a heel. But then you do kind of want to present him as this baby face. But... Uh, yeah, like there's some stuff I'm I'm really loving on AEW, but then like more is more is their new slogan, it seems, mm. because like there's just too much that I can take in. And I love this stuff. I love wrestling, but there's just so much to, to try to care about, to even like give time in a week. There's only so many hours in a day that I can spend watching wrestling. You know what? I thought they did a really good job on, with Ethan Page on Collision. Yeah. Uh, he's someone I've, I've really enjoyed. Like when I was during the pandemic doing the impact reports uh he was someone who stood out to me obviously you've seen him a lot just being a local guy uh his promos are always really good and i like that they've turned him whether it was just for this one night because he's in hamilton but he is with you know hardy's now (laughs) right for reasons uh i like ethan page and i think that could be something that collision is good for you know like elevating an ethan page to that next level uh, Yamiro's your Andrade's but I, I thought we had a, a good show in and I thought that was a pretty fun opening actually with MJF with the the squash jobber yeah and then the Hamilton guy coming out yeah 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 uh, poor poor Hamilton they they just got beat up three times in a row there yeah uh, I, I enjoyed that as well I thought Ethan Page hold, held his own I think eventually once it will it will get over for him like something will happen for him down the line. And I think a lot of us fans see that with him. He's just, he's, he get, he's good and he gets better and better every time. So he's almost like MJF light. That's the problem to have him against MJF. It's like, well, you're mm. also a really good bad guy who talks a lot of crap. So, uh, eventually we'll get that big run. I could see it from him. Uh, I mean, sticking with, um, MJF getting Hamilton heat. I mean, so I watched collision and punk was on commentary for, uh, the main event and he was going over about how like he's he loved Canada but a lot of people in Canada seem to not love mm-hmm. him as much uh, then he starts bringing up hockey and that he's a big fan of hockey and that Kevin Kelly calls him out on punk I don't want to you know s- say anything but uh, you're a hockey guy and when you came out tonight you touched the Owen Cup and like anyone in hockey would tell you if you touch the Stanley Cup before winning it you're never going to win it and Punk's like, yeah, well, luck is for losers. <laughs> and then said that uh, he's bigger than Canada and that he's even bigger than Wayne Gretzky. Damn. So when Punk says, stop me when I'm telling lies, I officially have to say stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I got a, a huge chuckle out of that. So, yeah. Uh, he, he, was, he was cheered in Hamilton when we were there. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going to get cheered in different cities and different places. Yeah, but 100%. I guess that's going to be the fun part about going to a show. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on from AEW, some sad news. Uh, the passing of uh, Darren Drozdov. Droz. Droz. Um, he's going to puke. He's going to puke. Rest in peace. Uh, one of the first wrestling toys I've ever had is the one with him in the skirt thing. You, okay. You've, yeah, you've yeah. told me you've actually had the same figure. I think so, yeah. Uh, just because like, when I just started watching wrestling, I, was, I saw it at a garage sale, and it was like a dollar. So I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't know who it was. Eventually figured it out, and I was like, oh, cool. It's Droz. So I probably still have it somewhere. Yeah, he was... One of those guys, when I started watching wrestling, I was just like, who's this guy? What is this guy? What is this deal? guy? Him yeah. and Prince Albert. <laughs> him, Prince Albert. What about him and uh, LOD, LOD, right? Yep. 2000 or whatever. Yep. And then, of course, he's going to puke from, from Beyond, uh, the, Beyond Mat, the Mat, which is definitely where a lot of people know him from. Yeah, very sad. Uh, still pretty young in his 50s. And um, yeah, like we saw him in, he was in the last season of Dark Side of the Ring quite a bit. Talking oh, that's about right. that. Um, he was in the, you know, the, the Brawl for All tournament. Um, tragically, he had the, um, the match against D'Lo where he, he broke his neck yes. and was paralyzed from yes. the neck down for the rest of his life, but always maintained a, like, really positive outlook. High and spirits. High spirits. Did a lot of uh, writing on the, the website. Was it, was it Bite This he did, I think? Oh, wow. He used to do a lot of, like, writing for, the, for WWE.com. Um, and yeah, wait, everyone always praised him for like his, his like attitude and, and spirit after the accident, but very sad. Yeah. So rest in peace. Draws. Yeah. Pour one out draws, uh, for, for, for draws there. Any, I, any draws memories? No, I remember the, the LOD 2000 <laughs> and I've watched beyond the mat quite a few times. So. I just, I just remember like starting to watch wrestling and seeing him and Prince Albert coming out with a piercing kit. And tattooed. Yeah, and yeah. Being like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I was like, I, I love it. Yeah, I was loving it. Yeah, and even the figure I, I mentioned has the piercings, and right. his tongue is sticking out yeah. of it like a kiss figure almost. So, yeah. I think it's the, the photo. The, it I've literally used, is that I, figure. Yeah, yeah I, it's I crazy. I definitely had this figure as well. I don't know why I had it, but I just did. So, yeah. But rest in peace, draws. Uh, uh, while we're recording this, uh, Sunday, July 2nd is also Terry Funk's birthday today. It is. So, yeah. uh, shout out to the Funker. So, happy birthday, Funker. I saw that uh, Dreamer was hanging out with him today for Terry Funk's. 79th birthday wow and uh, he got him a cake with him uh, with a, a Terry Funk figure branding a Hulk Hogan figure in the butt <laughs> when, the when's cake. his next match <laughs> no he's retired okay I don't believe you <laughs> uh, and you know how you can celebrate Terry Funk's birthday yeah you can go check out our you can uh, give us five bucks and, <laughs> give and us five bucks yeah check out best match ever Terry Funk uh, yeah, we did a best match ever, Terry Funk, many, many moons ago, and it was one of our favorite shows and uh, one of my all-time favorites there. Isn't it Bret Hart's birthday, too? I'm a Canadian. I should know this. But his birthday – is his birthday uh, Canada Day? Oh, no, it is Bret Hart's birthday. Yeah, Bret Hart's birthday, too. Two legends wow. on on – yeah, I always remember that. Bret Hart's birthday comes the day after Canada Day. Nice. That's how you know he's the Canadian hero, the legend. So there you go. Uh, I, Bret Hart, I uh, hope it's a – Four out of ten birthday. Well, day. <laughs> he wasn't well this week. Oh, man, he really? Make, he, yeah, he had something that was... Oh, no. I, I follow uh, Hitman Bar on Instagram. That's right. Oh, man. Okay, I tracked my he statement. Couldn't, he couldn't make it for... Well, I hope he's okay, actually. Event, so, uh, all the best to, yeah, to the so, Hitman. Yeah, so, actually. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, happy birthdays to some legends. Yeah. Well, that was a four out of ten show from us. Happy <laughs> birthday, Brett. Um, anything else before we say goodbye? Yeah, uh, I think that's about it. Um, we will be doing a rare Sunday night show later in July on the 30th for the Great American Bash NXT show. 
for so look yes, forward, we will. I look about forward that. to that. That's in about a month or so. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going to be going to SummerSlam about the week after that in Detroit and then All In It. Uh, so if you uh, are going to All In, I was going to say get tickets to All In It, but at the moment you can't. But we're working on some sort of possible uh, downstairs uh area as well so you can hopefully at least drink with us but the show is very unlikely at yeah this point we'll see. Be able to see uh so we got a lot of things going on this summer including lots of other podcasts i mentioned our vengeance 06 review is out on the patreon and this week we got midsummer coming out as well uh this tuesday we won't be doing up next on tuesday we will be doing up next sometime on wednesday during the day so maybe like i don't know 12 or 2 or something we'll we'll look for the socials and stuff but we will be doing nxt i haven't yet watched nxt yet but i am gonna watch because i have to see baron corbin versus carmelo hayes i can't not watch that match i enjoyed nxt this week there there was definitely some some good stuff that happened on this week's show and obviously you can check out up next uh thank you once again b detroit for stepping yes thank uh, you tuesday on the post wrestling feed and again listen to what up do on this feed i love sino and b they're my new favorite podcast to listen to and lots of other shows and uh thanks again to anyone who came to the forbidden poor we loved seeing you all you fine people it was so fun and i can't wait to see you people again whatever shows maybe you're going to some similar ones this uh, this summer as well, and I hope everyone's enjoying the summer. Yeah, get outside. Summary today, but get off Twitter because Elon Musk told me to. Yeah, he says Twitter's shit now. He's fighting in the Coliseum now, I believe. He's gonna get washed. Good, I hope. Yeah, they should put Facebook and Twitter on the I line. I think so. Yeah, that's the only Winner way. Takes all. Yeah, not Meta. That's too much. But Facebook and Twitter. That that's a good deal for sure. Yeah, that's the fight. We'll cover it if it ever happens. <laughs> Book it in a fight circus or something. We'll get Eric McCall on the show. I did. We did get that confirmation. I said that if because uh, Dana White has been joking that he would put that on in yeah. a UFC octagon, and I said to Eric Marcotte, who was over last week, that uh, we would need an MMA expert, and he has offered his services if Musk and uh, Lizard Guy fight. Apparently, uh, Elon's mum said he's. He said no, Elon, you're not doing that. That's what the streets say. The streets. Yeah. <laughs> Elon's mom still controls his life. Yeah. So really, Elon's mom is controlling the world. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. She's mom's pulling the, the strings. world. Shout yeah. out, moms. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. So I would say follow us on Twitter if you still use it, at Pod. So why not follow us on Instagram? Yeah. Guys. Instagram's way more fun. There is rumors that there's going to be a Twitter, Instagram type thing. Like, So oh. it's a separate – it uses your same Instagram but now is like a Twitter-style thing. Okay. So that could be the right. rival. So, guys – at Poison Rana Pod. Yeah. We still only have 300 people who what? follow us. So, guys, follow us, please. Yeah. Please. Do I it. know you, know, you use Insta. Go follow us at Poison Rana Pod. You can follow me, Braden Harrington. I'm at Twitter and Instagram, at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We thank you so much for listening to us, and we will be back uh, Wednesday with Up Next, but lots of other podcasts, poisonrana.ca for everything else. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And... No one is better than Wayne Gretzky. Ahoy!